Hey there, this is Steph from StephBuccio.com with another episode of GeoPets Na Pod Pomo National Podcast Posting Month. Every day this month, crazy podcasters like myself will be posting a podcast episode. You can find out more at NaPodPomo.org or their Facebook group and so on and so forth and in the show notes for this episode. There's also a group RSS feed if you want to hear many of us and our daily postings. Just dive into the show notes and I'll give you that information in just a hair. All month I will be doing a range of experimental catch-up episodes of previous guests of all of the GeoPets podcast network. And you can see all of those eight podcasts at stephbuccio.com forward slash podcasts. So yesterday we heard from Sean, who uh, is the host of the Germany Experience podcast. And I hesitated there because it did have a different name that he actually talked about in his reflection yesterday. And I'm trying to remember what the name was. The Germany Experience, right? No, the Germany, Expat Life Germany. That's it. Expat Life Germany is what it used to be called. And I think that was still the name. Yes, that was still the name when we talked to him last year about his podcast. Now, if you're hearing bird sounds, it's a good time to tell you that I am standing at the beautiful, beautiful lake in the Grand Park of Tirana in Albania, which is very close to my apartment here and where I spend the vast majority of my days now. And so you're going to hear different birds and some, yeah, different birds, including but not limited to some ducks and some other ones that I don't know the names of. <laughs> so that's what those sounds are going to be. You also might hear some folks in the background, but I'm in a pretty secluded spot now, so you you probably won't hear many people, but you will definitely hear some ducks, I think. Anyway, so we heard from Sean yesterday, and he talked about the changes to uh, the Germany experience uh, since we talked last year, and it's uh, kind of amazing to listen to that and to listen to how much he has uh, changed and yet kept the podcast the same quality, if not better quality, in that time. Uh, I am obviously no longer in Germany, but I'm still listening to the podcast because a lot of the information on there and a lot of the expat stories are still relevant and very interesting to expatness in general and just to learning about different experiences, living outside your home country and learning about German culture. In fact, he did an episode recently on um, questions that his listeners had for real Germans, as I think he put it. (laughs) And yes, I submitted a question for that about pillows, German pillows. If you know, you're laughing right now, but they did answer it kind of in the episode. So do have a listen to that specific episode. And I'm a little distracted because something just fell next to me. That was weird. Okay. I don't see a creature that made the thing fall, so yeah. Okay, we're going to ignore that. Anyway, so that's what we heard. That's who you heard from yesterday. And today, as we are doing this month, I want to play a clip from that original interview with Sean last year about this time. If you like this or any of our GeoPets Napod Pomo episodes this month, then I have two requests for you, or we have two goals, two distinct goals for, for November. One is to get up to 100, 100 listeners a day, and I have a pre-written tweet in the show notes for you that you can just copy and tweet out to 
the your to the people that follow you you can also use it as a facebook post an instagram post that kind of thing that's totally fine with me um, but it's pre-written so you don't have to do a thing just to let people know that you think they should listen you recommend them listening to this podcast the second goal is monetary and we're asking for one coffee a day from anyone someone out there and i'm very transparently uh, letting you know where we are and at this stage in the game we have zero coffee so you can only imagine how thirsty we are so please do head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash geopats it's g-e-o-p-a-t-s the full show notes uh, on this the full show notes on this episode where you can find everything including Sean's original episode link more information about him so forth and so on can be found at stephfuccio.com forward slash Pomo forward slash 44. Let's get to the clip. And this is at the beginning of the original episode. And so Sean is describing his podcast, the podcast why, and some other details and things that are super interesting to hear about from a from the beginning stages of a podcast, which is where he was at that time and certainly is not now. Do, 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 do. Well, I am... Sean Behrens. Uh, I host a podcast called Expat Life Germany. And obviously I hosted in Germany, specifically for Expat in Germany. And I'm originally from South Africa, but I've since become a German myself. So I've been down the expat route. I'm now, I guess what you could say, an immigrant since I've uh, pretty much settled here after 12 years. And I just loved the uh, expat scene and I still love the expat scene. And was, uh, yeah, so I decided to start an expat podcast. Excellent. And your podcast is how we connected. I'm not so silently uh, looking to move to Germany. And so I'm obsessively finding other many resources and I found yours and the interviews. Oh my God. The interviews on your podcast are so good. Thank you. yeah, thank you. It's uh, it's it's uh, been quite a mission to source people, source guests, and I guess the beginning of these kinds of things is always a little slow and difficult to find guests. And you start with your circle of friends and just kind of hope that you that you move broader and broader. How many episodes are you at? Are you at ten already? Uh, Thirteen. 13. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so yeah. now you've got a nice catalog. So when you reach out to people, they'll go, they'll go and listen and be like, Oh yeah, I want to be a part of that. So that's, yeah, that, that's true. The first few guests, I was reaching out to them when the podcast didn't even exist. There wasn't even a website. I asked this one woman who did a TEDx talk. Yeah. I said, We're so exciting. You did a TEDx talk. I'd love to have you on my show. And she's like, Oh, what show? I'm like, yeah, that's kind of the thing. <laughs> There's not a show yet. <laughs> Would you be on it? And she exactly. was very gracious and accepted immediately. And I even told her in the call, I said, that's, that's kind of crazy that you would just say yes to, to a show that doesn't exist yet. It was a great, great experience. Yeah. And that's the thing about podcasting right now is it's, it's blowing up in many parts of the world, including from what I hear Germany, and we'll learn about that very soon. And so when people hear podcasts, they're like, oh, I want to be on a podcast. That's very new and hip and all that kind of stuff. So. And I think people are more open to it because uh, a lot of podcasts don't have the video aspect and a lot of people are, are very comfortable with just the audio. Although quite often I get from my guests afterwards, they go, oh my God, I can't believe I sound like that. I sound like such a dork or whatever they, they say, you know, so it's still hard for them to listen to themselves afterwards. But I think it's easier than also the video. So I think people are more willing to come on podcasts. Definitely. How in touch are you with the podcasting scene in South Africa and the podcasting scene in Germany? 
Are you in touch with both of those worlds? I have zero idea of the podcast scene in South Africa. I just haven't listened to it. I've thought about looking for some South African podcasts at some point just to hear what things are like back home. But my podcast list is so long. You know, my weekly listening is quite intensive. So I really need, I I need to make time if I want to go and listen to some South African podcasts. So no, no idea about podcasts. When I left 12 years ago, podcasting still wasn't uh, really taking off it was it was around but it wasn't really taking off and uh i didn't listen to anything back then in germany i listened to some german podcasts one or two german podcasts i of course listened to the expat cast which is a podcast by another expat podcaster um nicole nicole yeah and uh, that's a great show too so that's kind of the extent of my german podcast I've heard that podcasting in germany is starting to take off but i'm not super sure of how in real life, the podcasting community is there. Have you connected? Are there any groups that you're in that meet in person or are there any yeah, conferences not, or anything? There are. There is There is a big conf, uh, conference every year called Podstock. It's a German uh, conference and that is growing this year. And Pod- P-O-D-S-T-O-C-K. So like Woodstock except Podstock. Oh. And it's quite international. I know there's some international people that come out there, but it's specifically focused on German language podcasts. Mm-hmm. And that is apparently growing. And there's also, um, you know, I, I listen to, there's a um, group of people that, that call themselves Podcastnik. They're a bunch of Americans and also Germans, I think, who run a group of podcasts. For example, The Bohemian is a, a podcast by one of the guys called Travis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've also got the history. I can't remember exactly what it is. It's a history. I'll send you the link for the for the show notes. But it's called the history of Germany or something like that. And then they also mm-hmm. produce a German version, Americana for Eich, which is American history for Germans. So they are pretty big as well as a podcast network. And right. Travis actually came out to Podstock. I, I'm in touch with him, so I'm kind of in that. I wouldn't say I'm in the community, but I'm in touch with Travis now. Mm-hmm. And he was Podstock was just an incredible experience, and it's growing and. Yeah, it was good to hear. Fantastic. Listeners, I'll get that in the show notes. But why yes. did you start your podcast? Because it sounds like there's a lot of expat podcasts coming from Germany already. Yeah, I would say there's not too many expat podcasts. The one, the ones that I know about is, for example, expat, expat cast by Nicole. And mm-hmm. I only discovered that once I'd, I was ready to roll with this one. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a bad researching on my part. But uh, it is podcasting is definitely becoming more and more mm-hmm. uh, popular here. You definitely notice that people are, whereas a few years ago, they didn't even know what podcasts were. People are now saying, what podcast do you recommend? And if I tell them, go and listen to my podcast, they know what I'm talking about. They don't think it's a YouTube video somewhere or something. So I definitely noticed that the concept of podcast is growing. It's becoming more known around far as why I started a podcast. I always wanted to be in radio like right from a young kid I just wanted to be in radio I loved music and I listened you know I listened to radio nonstop, uh, growing up through my teenage years and then also as a young adult so Mm -hmm. I just always fantasized about being a radio DJ and then of course life kind of happens in a different direction Mm -hmm. and I end up going into a very businessy corporate career for for many years Mm -hmm. and eventually I moved to Germany and I decided I wanted to make a career change and long story short I recently changed to content marketing which is I'm right I'm now writing blogs for a living doing YouTube videos and along with this newfound career change I decided hey why why don't I do what I've always wanted to do and then I thought well that's the logical next step is a podcast and combined with that I also uh, love the expat spirit people who travel to other countries either 
long-term or short-term. I just, I think that they've got incredible stories to tell and it takes a very special kind of person to decide that they're going to pack up everything and move to another country. So having been in Germany for 12 years, I'm starting to feel very settled and I miss that expat mindset. So I had two options. Either I move to a new country myself, which is logistically becoming more and more impossible because I've got two kids, third one on the way, or I start a podcast and talk to expats who have been here for a short while or for a longer while. And it's been incredible. Yeah, it's been a great experience. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, you said you grew up wanting to be a DJ. Did you do the college DJ thing? No. A lot of podcasters did that. Okay, did you make any, I'm not sure where you are in the technological line. Did you make any like mixtapes or do like record yourself as a kid or teenager and kind of play with the, yeah? Yeah. I used to do all kinds of things like that. I used to um, record radio shows at home on a really crappy microphone. I used to call sports. I hated sports as a kid, but for some (laughs) reason I wanted, you know, I just wanted to record myself talking, I guess. So I would mute the sound of the sport. We had cricket and rugby. So if there was a rugby match, I'd mute the sound of the rugby match Mm -hmm. and I would call the game basically and record it for myself. No one ever heard those tapes. So (laughs) I, I was always doing those kinds of things. What are the logistics of making your podcast? Like how not your entire workflow or anything like that, but it, yeah. but like a very big picture view of how you make it. Yeah. So the logistics are basically, it's, it's actually very easy. And I think that's the great thing about podcasting is mm-hmm. people may think that it's very difficult to get in, but to get a, to get a great sounding podcast is not that difficult. You don't need the most expensive equipment. You just need some basic knowledge. There are some key things that you need to know, but essentially I just have a microphone, a uh, audio interface and a laptop. And that's basically what I use to do my recording. That in itself is very simple. And I think people shouldn't be bogged down by a perceived barrier of entry because actually the barrier of entry is pretty low. You don't need a lot of complicated things. And there's a lot of great resources also like you have, Steph, that help people understand the workflow and understand what goes into it. Logistically, I think the biggest problem I have is time because I have a family with two kids. I have a day job. And I have a third kid on the way. So my, my, my trick is scheduling guests takes a lot of work and a lot more work than I expected because there's a lot of emails, sometimes 10, 20 emails back and forth, mm-hmm. finding out what you're going to talk about, figuring out what content the guest can bring, mm-hmm. and then going through sometimes basically walking through the, some of the topics and deciding on a date. All of that is very, very time intensive just for each specific guest. And I'm kind of a one man show, so I do it all myself. Yeah. Do you have anybody do any part, whether it be the editing or the promotions or anything like that? No, it's all me. It's all me. So it's, it's pretty difficult to find the time. It's a weekly show that I'm running. Oh my and gosh. yeah, with, with yeah. all of that, I've realized, you know, finding time for, for booking the guests and then recording the interview is generally the easy part because that's an hour, right. hour and a half maximum, and then it's done. But then editing can be real nightmare sometimes, you know, sometimes <laughs> depending on guests and depending on, how the story was structured or how things came out, you, you might have very little or sometimes hours of editing. I've had uh, one of my editing jobs took about three to four hours for a half hour episode, which is, oh, yeah. which is crazy. Um, that sounds normal to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I've had other issues where there were problems with, I use Zencaster sometimes and there's, there's some kind of audio drift that happens and I'm mm-hmm. trying to sync the audio up as it was getting lost all the time through the call was just yeah possible so that takes a lot of time and then the promotion afterwards posting to social media and i always write a blog post to go with it that's all time intensive so i would say it's almost like a full day's work just to produce a half hour to 40 minute episode that is my biggest logistical problem is fitting that all in with everything else and uh, i've been i've been throwing around the idea of maybe go, going to a two really scheduled because of that 
but I, I'll have to see how it goes. Do, 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 do. Thank you so much to Sean for not just coming on the podcast a year ago, but coming back to reflect on that conversation, that episode that we did together about a year ago. This episode is brought to you by StephFuccio.com, where I offer custom podcasting services, including but not limited to podcast editing and podcast workshops. That apparently really excited the birds to my left, because did you hear that? (laughs) They really went nuts over that. So they must be sick of editing their podcast. You can find the full show notes to this episode, including more information about Sean, the original episodes, so if in case you want to hear the whole thing, blah, 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 and so forth and so on, at stephfuccio.com forward slash pomo forward slash 44. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and this is a daily experience for the entire month of November. So guess what? I'll be back tomorrow with another guest from the Geopets Podcast Network, reflecting on their previous episode. Thank you so much for listening. Me and the ducks, we'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Bye.